Hey, it's Chris and Nikki from The Morning Mix. We had the opportunity to chat with a few people from Camp O'Dayan, which is an awesome summer camp for kids that have heart issues, heart defects, have had heart surgeries, and it gives them a space where they can be together and just have a normal summer experience without all of the fear or worry that their families might be feeling. And the great part is we got to hear three different perspectives and yes. all were wonderful. We heard from a doctor who volunteers at the camp. We heard from a former camper who now goes back and volunteers with the camp. And we heard from a camp director as well. So we're going to start with Dr. Melissa Nader, who is currently a pediatric cardiologist at Advocate Aurora, and she's a volunteer at Camp O'Dayan. Here is what Dr. Melissa Nader had to say about her experience at Camp O'Dayan, which for her, on some days is a little bit scary as the kids try to convince her to do some stuff that's a little outside her comfort zone. Surgery's not so bad. Yeah, wow. <laughs> the zip line is tall. Yeah. It's, so wait, should we call you Melissa or Dr.? No, I no. like Dr. Nader. No, I go by Dr. Melissa at camp. Oh, so Dr. That's Melissa. Totally, I think that's how you guys call me. Great. Oh, I yeah. love that. <laughs> and you're officially a pediatric cardiologist at Advocate Aurora, right? Yes. Okay. I am. And so how did you first get involved with Camp O'Dayan? So Sarah Meslow, who is the director of camp, came to our hospital uh, many years back um, to talk about what Camp O'Dayan was. And she actually was recruiting doctors and nurses to uh, volunteer at camp. And that was the very first time I heard about it. Um, I had no idea it existed, but I actually i am a uh, former uh, camp counselor many years back you know not cardiac camp but um through medical school i i grew a lot uh by volunteering at different camp organizations for handicapped children and children with uh special needs so i always thought that those days were over and that uh you know once i grew up i was never going to be part of camp and there comes sarah just talking about this amazing camp odayan and um how I could volunteer as a physician over there. And I immediately sent her an email and said, hi, please, please take me <laughs> and then, forever. And then Dr. <laughs> Melissa, then you're back in a kayak and the rest is history, yeah. right? Like, is that what's happening? I know, I know, <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's uh, amazing the things that we do for kids, huh? <laughs> oh, that's so is that what it's like at the camp from your perspective? Are we out on kayaks and we're swimming in rivers and we're grilling fish? I don't know. <laughs> I, you know, I don't think we grill fish, but everything else they do. Okay. Um, we, you know, they, they do polar plunges at camp. Just so you know, the children wake up and jump on this frozen Michigan lake. I don't know. Is that like Michigan? No, it's probably a different type of lake. I don't know. Man, it's all water. Edit yeah. that out. Cool. I don't know the geography. But um, anyway, uh, it's cold. It's cold. And I'm Puerto Rican. So <laughs> even if they feel like it's warm, I yeah. still feel like it's super cold. Um, so I don't jump in the water. I just watch them. But, you know, these kids are just amazing. And they're not afraid of doing that because everybody else is doing it. You know? So yeah. um they uh, get to do all of the things that uh, they, for the most of their lives, have been told that they can't or they won't, right? And our job is to normalize all of those things that other kids get to do in regular camps while keeping them safe and making sure that, um, you know, they are able to do it. And, you know, most of them actually surprise us. Now, when we met you at the event for Camp O'Dayan, uh, you guys brought up a great thing. So you're there as, uh, you know, kind of like counselor, staff, you're on site to help, obviously, for any of the medical stuff. But there's a whole emotional side you guys talked about 
that I hadn't even thought of. So, so many of these kids, I think, as you guys mentioned, like they don't want to take their shirts off at the beach or they don't want to take their shirts off at camp. And then here they are, you know, kind of like your scar is, is what's bonding everybody together. And um, so is that another huge part of what Camp Odan does? Yeah, I mean, I can tell you that most of my favorite moments at camp are just when kids don't think that we're watching them and we can see them bonding over their experiences. I always get very emotional about this part because, uh, you know, I remember seeing one of my patients that I've taken care of since he was born. Um, he was going to that camp for the very first time. And I saw him, you know, in one of those lakefront moments, no shirt off, uh, comparing scars with another kid. And he was showing, you know, this is where my chest tube went. And the other one was, oh, I had a chest tube here too. And then he's like, oh, let me see how big is your car. Oh, my scar is like smaller than yours. But, you know, like they just feel like the same they don't feel different they don't feel like anybody's looking at their scar and they're gonna be like what happened to you you know they they know that they've all gone through the same and that just totally normalizes their experience because when you talk to these kids when they're older they tell you you know this was the very first time in my life that I did not feel different um you, you know, you see kids that are saying, when I first got here, I didn't want my mom to sign me up for here. And I, you know, I was a little homesick and I was like, I, I don't want to go there. And then you talk to the same kid at the end of camp saying, I don't want to go back. I made so many good friends, people <laughs> yeah. that actually get me, yeah. they know yeah. what I've been through. You know, I don't have to hide to take my medication because we're all taking our meds at the same time, you know, uh, and they, and we don't treat them like they're different we don't treat them like they're special you know we ride horses and climb walls and zip line down um and and they made me do it and i'm super scared and then you know i'm like how am i scared to zip line down when there's like seven year old that just had heart surgery you know correct and uh you know i can't say out loud that i am scared to do it uh i i admit to you that i I'm scared to do it. I, it's, you know, zip lining, it's not my thing. Yeah. And then you see those kids doing it over and over and they, they just want to go again. And you're like, you know, they're just fearless. And then when you think about it, they've faced so much worse yeah. than zip line, right? Yeah. They go through pain and to the surgeries and procedures and things like that, that nobody gets unless you've done, you've gone through the same right. thing, right? So it gives you a whole different perspective of, you know, the appreciation of life, but also um, how strong these kids are and how we have zero reason to complain about anything else Yeah, um, and be scared of anything else. I love that moment of standing at the zip line with an eight-year-old and they're like, oh, you're, you're pretty scared of zip lining, huh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's just go. <laughs> you know, I was funny, scared once funny too. Funny story. Yeah. They, they call, you know, we, all the doctors, we, we all have walkie-talkies and, you know, there's always a physician um, and nurses at different areas where the campus so that we're always available. So they call me once. You know, Doctor Melissa, we need you at the zip lining. So you know, they go with the golf car, like driving super fast. And I'm like, what happened? And they're like, well, this kid has been like standing up there for like 20 minutes, and he just won't jump on the zip line. He's scared. And I'm like, I mean, do you think I'm a psychiatrist? Yeah, like, right. Like, you know, on, uh... you know, so here I am, the cardiologist that a have never zip lined before, and b I, I don't know what to say. So. 
you know, I started using all of my, you can do this, you're strong, um, you know, like, you're, you're Googling be, motivational you're phrases. Great. I mean, like, I, I was like, okay, I mean, I just putting into use all those movies that I watch with negotiators, you know, um, and then, uh, you know, just so you know, and make this story short, I succeeded, you guys, All just right. to jump, and then he was super happy and super excited, and, you know, like, 30 minutes later, they're like, Dr. Melissa, it's your turn, and yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm okay, I don't, I don't really have to do it, but then I'm thinking, I'm like, I just talked to this, like, eight-year-old boy, how, you know, brave he was, and you guys, I went up there, and I was freaking out like I just could not do it and then I, I was just so embarrassed that I'm like well no wonder what this kid was like freaking out too I uh you know it's kind of hard to see yourself jumping out of a cliff um over a tower it wasn't a cliff it's a tower but anyway I did it and then I was like I don't think I'm ever again gonna do it but uh now I have other things that I can tell the kids that are a little scared to go there I can say I know I know I was up there too, Yeah, you know? Yeah. So it's, it's funny, Dr. Melissa, you said kids that are scared. And I had the thought where you're talking, what if, for example, a parent is listening to this interview right now, they have a child who's gone through heart issues and they want that child to go somewhere to a summer camp, but they're nervous. Okay, I'm going to send my kid away for this camp and I'm a little nervous. What would you say to that parent as a pediatric cardiologist who is on site at Camp Odeon about the experience for the kids? I will tell them that I think the biggest fear from those parents is that they're scared that something medically is going to happen, right? We have doctors and nurses in site. I've been doing this now for four years, and I had never had a an emergency that I needed to attend to, you know, there are at least three or four physicians and many more nurses that are prepared to take care of um, your child. But I think that what should prompt parents to make that decision is that when their child was born, I always get the question, are they, are they going to be able to live a normal life, right? And the term normal you know, it's relative, right? Um, yeah. But I think we as the physicians and like the healthcare community, we work so hard to give your child a chance. Um, parents are more afraid just because, you know, kids go there and they're not going to see them or, oh, they might miss me. But it's usually the parents that miss them the most. The kids are so entertained that when they go back home and they don't tell them how much they miss them, the parents are like, wait, you, you were not missing me? Um, they have so much fun. They create lifelong friendships that are going to carry them through the next challenges that they have to face. Um, so we, you know, I feel like one of the things that we tell families is like, we work really hard to give your child a chance of a normal life and letting them go to camp. It's part of what normal life is. Yeah, I mean, oh. I like that. I love that way you put that because that is some the first thing you ask any parent any yeah. time of any issue, and so that's the first question. And then, yeah, and I mean, and uh, heart issues or not, you're always scared to send your way your kid to camp. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or to like the top of the slide. I'm like, right. oh, okay, here we go. So you know? yeah, I love that you guys have like probably the safest camp ever with all these doctors and nurses and everyone on site and pros like you. And thank you for you know again like uh, you know. Uh, Jumping off cliffs and jumping in the water. And yeah, doing you're doing it. Are out of your comfort level to make <laughs> parents feel comfortable. Yeah, you know, we go fishing, they swim, you know, they have lifeguards all over taking care of them. Uh, we go on boat rides. 
they do a lot of arts and crafts, so it's not all like super active. We're very conscious of, you know, cardiac kids needs for rest mm-hmm. also. Uh, some of them take medications, uh, you know, that if they don't drink enough water, they might get dehydrated. We're very conscious about making sure that they're drinking water, especially if it's a warm day. Um, we are making sure that we um, have rest time so that those that are tired can take naps. And if they don't want a nap, they can just lay down in bed and write letters or play cards or something like that. So it's not all, you know, running and, you know, jumping and jumping off cliffs. It's, it's, there's a balance um, and we divide them among their age groups so that um, they can have other peers to relate um, that are kind of that have similar interests, you know, and then everything is tailored towards their age groups um, so that everybody has the same opportunity. And I think that um, you see them, you see them blossom. It's just a week, but it's, it's a week that you see them blossom so much from the beginning to end. It's just amazing to watch. Well, Dr. Melissa, thank you so much for joining us to chat about Campo Dane. We really appreciate it. It's Dr. Melissa Nader. She is a pediatric cardiologist at Advocate Aurora and a volunteer doc, a volunteer doc at Campo Dane. Thank you so, so much. You're very welcome. Thank and, you for this opportunity. Yeah, you and, bet. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Season Zipliner. Yeah, Season Zipliner. I apologize. <laughs> I have to add that to the CV. That's right. Oh, my God. You guys, just edit this out. They're going to make me do it again this year. No, we're going to put it at the it. beginning, this halfway through. <laughs> yeah, don't I'm worry. Gonna blame, I'm going to blame you all. Oh, yeah. well, you guys, maybe you guys could come and zipline down with me. Hey, I'm sorry. You're breaking up. I'm sorry so much. You're breaking up. Dr. Melissa, I, I apologize. Have, I have all the techniques, all the techniques now to make you jump. I have uh, all the experience. I would love that. We should I, do yeah, it. Bye, guys. You, you think that's a dare. That's not, we, yeah, I would like, totally be I'm in. Them. That sounds great. Yeah. We'll do our whole show ziplining. We're like, all right, the morning mix. Oh, my God. Awesome. Oh, I love it. Well, thank you, Dr. Melissa. Have a wonderful rest of your day. You're welcome. You too. Okay. Thank you. you do. Bye. Bye. That was Dr. Melissa Nader. She's a pediatric cardiologist at Advocate Aurora. She volunteers at Camp O'Day. And, and then we thought, we've talked to a volunteer. It'd be really great to speak to a camper who's had the experience of going. Yes. And Alana Westbrook. So she didn't even know much about the camp at all. She was literally, she'll explain the story. She was there for a routine appointment, found a brochure, attended camp, and it changed her life forever. Okay. <laughs> Elena Westbrook. Yes. Uh, you were a camper at Camp Odeon, and now uh, originally you were there as a camper. How did you learn that Camp Odeon even existed in the first place that you were going to get to go? Um, it was completely by accident, mistake, however you want to put it. There was just a pamphlet sitting in the doctor's office where the old children's hospital used to be over in Lincoln Park. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now I remember condos. that hospital. It was decrepit. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. really old. The parking across the street. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I spent, yeah. spent yeah. way too much time in that hospital, yeah. but um, I was in, it must have been. 11 around 11 and you know you're bored you're waiting for the you know doctor's appointment to start etc and of course i loved reading so i would like read pamphlets Mm -hmm. or streets i read everything just to entertain myself it's really it's a weird habit well and i'm sure too Uh while you're sitting you don't want to think about why you're there yeah yeah, right so i was like give me anything they only had like the little toys for like little little kids and i was like you know 11 so i wasn't gonna sit at the little table (laughs) and play with the you know five-year-olds they always had the wire thing with like the the block that you'd like slide up the wire thing back to the other side from ikea yeah After you've done that thing like 16 times, you're yeah. like, I, I know where the wire is going. I know where the block's going. Right, now, exactly. So I got to find something else. Well, I put the uh, triangle in the right spot again, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, so yeah, there just happened to be some pamphlets. I'm we're not even sure how they got there. Honestly, it must we don't know. I've mm. asked our my cardiologist several times because even nowadays they don't really have like marketing materials that they keep in in those areas. Right. But it just happened to be there, and I picked it up, and I was like, "Oh, mom, look at this! Like it's a summer camp for kids with heart problems. Like that seems that seems like fun. Maybe I should go. Look at they have doctors. They have doctors. It'll be fun. I should go. Right? Right? It'll be totally fine. Like I was immediately like I read about it and. It was just something that I didn't think I would be able to do, and so I was like, "Wow, look at the! I could, I could do this." You know, you're mm-hmm. you get used to not being able to do things yeah. when you grow up with with a chronic illness or with you know a heart problem, and so I was like, "Oh, this is something I can do, right? Like something that is actually possible for me. It's not something that I'm gonna hear. Oh no, you can't do that. Right? Oh, it's gonna be unsafe. Oh, we don't know about that." Um, so I I read about it and I was very into it. I'd never been to camp or done anything like that. Um, and so I just kind of immediately started selling my parents on it, and they made a call to Sarah Meslow. They called around, did their research, um, and felt pretty good about, you know, letting me go to camp. So they drove me six and a half hours. I think it was quite a road trip wow. um, up to Minnesota. I had a little sister who was probably one or two at the time, so wow. it was really a labor of love for yeah. them to throw all of us in the car. Wow, good for them. My well, God. At that point, too, like, so, you know, at 11, were, were you able to do any sports? Like, would you do, because you have to get that physical, right, yeah. to do any kind of stuff through school. So yeah, I assume yeah. no, you probably was... weren't able to do anything like that. So they no, were like, the never... six hours is a minor investment. <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah. You. Yeah. Especially since both of my parents had done sports throughout high school. Mm. They were sports people. Um, yeah. They kind of knew the benefits that would come from being outdoorsy, being able to just kind of like let go and play and be a kid. Um, so they were like, yeah, sure. You know, they did their research, of course. You know, every like chronic illness parent is very anxious. It's just that's just how it goes. Um, but they were pretty confident in the in the medical supervision and the campsite itself. And and we're like, OK, yeah, let's see how this goes. Um, mm. so, that and, first year, did they stay nearby or did they drop you? And they were like, all right, bye. We're going back um, to Chicago. I think they might have stayed nearby. I think that first yeah. year they stayed in Minnesota, maybe went to the mall. Kind yeah. Of, yeah, right. You know. <laughs> what else do you do in Minnesota? <laughs> just, yeah. just in case she doesn't like it. Yeah, right, we'll be right. all of America. We'll yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, and then they might have not stayed the whole time. They might have stayed, like, the first couple yep. of days yeah. and then hiked it back because they did have, the I think, a one- or two-year-old at the, at the time, yeah. and there's only so long that she would have survived outside yeah. of <laughs> the home environment. Um, but, yeah, they kind of went back, and um, I I think one of the other camp families had actually taken me to the airport because I would have been an unaccompanied, unaccompanied minor. Mm. I don't know what that term meant yeah, by yeah, the yeah. time. I was mm-hmm. probably – I'd flown to Minnesota a couple times by the time I was 18. Um, but yeah, one of the other families took me to the airport. My parents picked me up, um, and they, it was just like I was. It was an, I was a new girl when I got off that plane, and I was like, I'm gonna go every year. This is gonna be so great. Like, I, I just felt so much more confident. I felt less alone. It was really, really exciting. Oh my gosh! Yeah. I was gonna ask you. So that first week, you, I'm assuming, how quickly did you realize, like, oh wow, this is a place where I can just be myself. And figure out who myself is, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, gosh, probably initially it was a little, you know, I hadn't, I'm from the city. I, I'm from the city of Chicago, obviously. Yeah. So I didn't have a lot of experience doing camp stuff. I didn't right. have a lot of experience being outside. So I kind of got, I mean, I was outside, but not like, yeah. you know, swimming in a lake, like right. in, a, in a in a little tiny lake with like little, you know, all of that kind of canoeing and oh, horse so riding, all of that here. kind of Why stuff. Is it so quiet. I was yeah. going to say, like, when, yeah, we all, I live in the city here. Right. You, yeah. you wake up with sirens, not birds. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, or just a right. train in the background. Yeah. And you're like, why is it so yeah, quiet? I was like, where are the pigeons? Yeah, what's going on? <laughs> right? Um, why are these birds in shape? I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. 
but I think probably by the end of like the second day, um, because I was so new, it was, you know, and the camp itself was new. So there was probably only a handful of kids who would have known each other at that stage um, because the camp was probably in its third year when yeah. I started there. Um, so it, gratefully, it wasn't like everybody had gone there every year and everybody knew each other super well. There were lots of new new campers mm. at that stage. But yeah, after usually as a adult on the other side now, there's the first day where everyone's like feeling each other out, especially since I was a preteen. I was kind of a, a tween when I yep. started. And that's yeah. like the most self-conscious time in your life. And you don't know how to interact with anybody. And you're just trying to make sure you don't do something embarrassing. So like all of the kids are like that the first day. And then like the second and third day, they're just like, okay, cool. We're, we're all friends now. Great, great, great. We can breathe. We're fine. Um, so the first day was probably like me just being nervous to being around so many new people and yeah. in such a new environment. Um, and then probably the second or third day, I was like, oh, wow. Like, I, I remember, I think the first day at Waterfront, that's where, you know, obviously everyone's in bathing suits. And I saw a bunch of scars that looked like mine. That's the first time I'd seen big, massive kind of what we call them zippers. Um <laughs> Through the, you know, they go from the top of your, the bottom of your neck basically down to your be- belly button. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's the first time I'd seen them on other people. Wow. <laughs> so yeah. that was that was amazing. And I was like, oh, everyone here is like me. That's so it was mind blowing at that time because you know when you have a chronic illness, even people with other kinds of chronic illnesses, mm-hmm. not just cardiac problems. Um, you know, that's an experience that most people have with their families, very close in, uh, a very like, you know, you you don't necessarily get an opportunity to meet other people who are your age who are going through the exact same thing as you. Some hospitals have gotten better about support groups and programs and things like that. But by and large, this is something that you and your family are experiencing in a bubble. Right. Um, unless you, you know, find some resource that can pull you into some space with other people who are experiencing the same thing. So it just didn't even occur to me that, like, I was physically, and obviously I went to a big hospital. It should have occurred to me by the age of 11 or 12 that there were other kids with heart problems um, and other kids my age and kind of in the same stage of life as I was and, and navigating the same things, but I hadn't met any. You know, it's not like I walked out of the little checkout in the little room right. and like knocked yeah. on the door next to mine and were like, hey, right, right. You, know, like you don't do that when you're when you're a little kid. So that was just the first time that I was like, oh, wow, wait, there's other people out here to, who have gone through the same thing. Wow. Um, and more importantly, like older kids, because I think that's another thing when any kid with a chronic, you know, illness, I think it can be very difficult for the parents to see into the future and to see what that might look like mm-hmm. um, because you're just worried about getting through today and you're worried about getting to that next appointment and through that next procedure and the rest of that. And whereas there, I was like, oh, I've met kids who were going to go to college the next year. I hadn't met someone with a heart problem who was yeah. going to go to college, who had a job at McDonald's that they were whining about with their other 16-year-old, you know, people who were doing very normal kind of next stage of life things. I had never met somebody, anybody right. like that. So that was really helpful for me too. Man, when we met you, at, you spoke at the fundraiser that Chris and I were yeah. honored to be part of last fall. Was it fall? In oh fall, it was October, yeah. Um, Harry I, Styles was in town yeah. that night. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Remember, remember, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was wild. Yeah. No, I mean, I was, I was bawling at the yes. end because it was really just like you, you hit on so many things that you, as a parent, strike me like oh my gosh you know and i i briefly mentioned like my my we also had to see a pediatric uh cardiologist my son had an asd mm-hmm. it was you know we had the holter with yeah. all the wires yeah. and i remember yeah. it'd be like how do parents do this and what you guys went through was so much more involved and um just that view that you have of like the first time as you're saying away from your family out of the nest totally on your own but like feeling completely not alone mm-hmm. that is such a wonderful you did such a wonderful job in in talking about that and it just so how many years did you go um let's see probably 
six or seven, like through all of my high school years and I think two middle school years. Yeah, probably about six okay. years total. And then you made the decision to transition to volunteering. Yeah. And yeah. so how many, how long have you been working? And so probably 2017. Yeah. Wow. Like summer of so 2017. That first time going back to camp, but now you're kind of on the other side of the room. You know what I mean? You're checking people in, and, and I'm yeah. sure were you were you back to being like, oh no, like back to being nervous, or are you excited to say I've done this, and now I'm excited to show sort of this next generation of campers what it's like? I was I was equal parts nervous and excited. Um, I think as coming back as an adult, uh, it was I understood in a whole new way the kinds of anxieties and the kinds of trust that all of these parents were giving us, people they had never met, a bunch of yeah. adults that they had never met with their very fragile sometimes, very precocious, very <laughs> medically demanding children, right? I kind of understood going back into that. I think I'm, I still put a lot of pressure on myself, but I definitely, having been the child in that situation, yeah. I couldn't fully appreciate right. what, what the decisions that my parents were making to be like, we're going to let our kid play in the woods, <laughs> For five days and hope that everything goes <laughs> right. well, right? My parents right. weren't camp people. Neither of them had ever gone to anything but day camp. Right. So overnight, sleep away, camp, you know, with a bunch of new kids, with a bunch of new people, and just hoping for the best. I think I, I really kind of understood as a grown-up, like, wow, this is such a big, what an honor. Like, what an honor for these mm -hmm. parents to be entrusting one of the most precious things they have on the planet right. to strangers for five days. Like, that's crazy but like in a good way but seeing um, you like get off the plane like dirty with your duffel bag yeah. <laughs> they've probably never been happier like right. that is the coolest that's yeah. exactly what they yeah. wanted to see you yeah. Know? yeah yeah so we asked dr uh dr melissa as she said she's called at camp but we asked her this question i'll ask you the same question so um from her perspective it was interesting but i'm interested in your perspective if a family is listening to this and they're considering hey should we send our kids shouldn't we send our kid like what should we do should we shouldn't we what would you say to that family who's on the fence about Cambodian? Um, I mean, I'm biased, but I'm going to say Good. send them. Yeah. <laughs> Please send them uh, no matter what. We There's a lot of different um, kinds of kids who, who go to camp, a lot of different kids. There's a lot of different independence levels. And I think I've seen people, you know, a pretty wide range of independence levels and emotional maturity levels be met where they're at. Um at camp. So I wouldn't feel kind of nervous in that respect. Yeah. If I were a parent, there's, you know, we've had folks who have multiple kind of comorbidities, co-diagnoses, co where they have a heart problem and they might also have learning disabilities. They might also have different kinds of challenges, you know, in different areas. They literally might have, you know, something's wrong with their colon or their stomach or their muscles or something else in addition to the heart problem. Um, and I've seen, you know, camp be very, very accommodating to that particular, you know, set of folks. Um, the camp site, I'm not sure if this is true of Wisconsin, but um, at least in Minnesota, that same camp site uh, has different kinds of camps for people with special needs. So they're pretty well-rounded in terms of their ability to to cater to. There's a Down syndrome camp that shares that campsite. There's, um, I believe, a burn victim camp that shares that campsite. A few other types of camps that are for kids with various special needs, different yeah. ones than, um, That's unbelievable. you know, cardiac needs but they're usually pretty good about you know making sure the staff itself is well trained to meet different folks where they're at wow yeah that's awesome i mean truly it's like you're describing this and it's like like you said not under even though you knew there were other kids like you to actually mm -hmm. see them and then when you describe it even more specific like that you truly will find someone else who is going through what you're going through when you feel all alone and mm -hmm. that is 
that is such a wonderful yeah. uh, message, you know, that yeah. I think we are, we're all learning. Like, we didn't know about um, no, not Cambodian until, until last year. And then even, when we found out about it, we're right. like, how, how have we <laughs> yeah. never heard of this place? And I will say, even the initial email and then a couple of conversations ahead of us going to the event, we were both kind of like, oh, this will be great. This will be great. And then being at the event, hearing you speak, you're so inspirational. Yeah, so, and just your oh whole story is so awesome. And then hearing from other doctors who spoke at the event and things, it's just being there and hearing, like you said, we were teary-eyed. We're, we both have kids, and it's just like, oh, my goodness, this is crazy. And you had beer there. And you had beer! So it was like beer! <laughs> I was crying! I had a turkey sandwich! It was, it was, it was emotional <laughs> pod. What more could one want? <laughs> well, Elena, thanks so much for joining us. It was so cool for you. Uh, she came downtown to the office, by the way, which is not some small feat in the middle of a Monday. It's Monday right now. It's recording. Yeah. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, and uh, we're so grateful to have you here. So thank you so much. And we'll see you at the next event. Yeah. 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 We should have beer now. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? That was Elena Westbrook. She is a camper at Camp O'Dayan who now volunteers there. She's gone through camp many, many summers and loves it so much. She's continued to work with Camp O'Dayan. And then we thought, okay, well, we've talked to a doctor. We've talked to a camper. We need to talk to a director. Yes. Someone who is hands-on helping make Camp O'Dayan happen every single summer. So Kelsey Sirwidey, she's a CPS teacher, so she's already doing the Lord's work. Oh, every day. Every day. <laughs> and then she decides to volunteer in the summer, and she's a camp director with Camp O'Dayan, and we uh, heard from her as well. Okay, so now we are with Kelsey Sirwidey. Hello. Nailed it, right? You did. We had a whole conversation because yes. I was like, okay. Because at first I thought it was sore wide. And yeah. that right. was well wrong. Everybody pronounces it wrong. So Sir Whitey. Sir Whitey is more yeah. fun because it also sounds like you're a knight in England and it you're does. Sir Whitey. It does. Sir Whitey is coming. And I like that. Yeah. That's awesome. Absolutely. So Kelsey and I were just chatting in the elevator ride on the way up because we met in the lobby, which is always fun. And then she, had, she got to meet security, which yep. was fun. Oh, great. Um, but I was asking how you originally got involved with Camp O'Dayan. Uh, now, your official title now at the camp is? Yes. So I'm one of the summer camp directors. Okay. Camp um, director. Yes. And okay. So it's myself and then Carrie Gott, who is my partner in crime. She lives in Milwaukee, so she tackles all that stuff, and I'm here in the Chicago area. So awesome. we tag team a lot of it. So. Well, we're actually, I don't know uh, about Nikki, but I was an assistant camp director at a theater camp. Ooh, so I think we are, <laughs> you are among friends. I Absolutely. send my kid to camp. Perfect. Yeah. There you go. I go Perfect. to dinner while yes. he is at camp. Yes. So now you're camp director, but way back yes. when you just knew about Camp O'Dayan from living in Minnesota. Yeah. So I grew up right outside of the Twin Cities um, and my mom actually used to sing in church choir with the executive director of Camp O'Dayan, Sarah Meslow. Right. Um, so I knew about Camp O'Dayan. You know, Sarah was a family friend. Whatever, whatever. Uh, <laughs> yada, come yada, to yada. 2017, Camp O'Dayan decides they want to expand to the Madison, Milwaukee, Chicago-ish area. And you, have you already moved here at that point? Yeah, so okay. I've, I've been living in Chicago for uh, 11, 12 years now. So oh, I've wow. been okay, in Chicago. Great. So Sarah reached out to me and said, hey... I've got this great job opportunity. You're a teacher. Um, do you want to pass this along to some of your friends? Uh, you know, we're looking for a summer camp director. And so I read the job description, and I was like, I'm telling no one about this, and I'm going to apply. So <laughs> applied for the job, went through the whole interview process, yeah. and it worked out. Now, so. did they ever question why no one else applied? Were they well, like, there were oh, other wait, applicants. <laughs> they were not my friends that applied, yeah. but got there it. were other applicants. Just, wow. I didn't Yeah, you had it covered. Apply. Yeah. <laughs> it was fine. That's awesome. And yeah. the first, so that was prior to 
you first getting the job, had you been to Camp O'Dan or did you just know about it from like, as you said, your mom and church choir? Yeah, no, I hadn't been to camp. I hadn't volunteered. It just hadn't worked out. I had planned to. And then all of a sudden they expanded the camp, brought it this way, and it kind of worked out to jump right on in. When you read that job description, what was so appealing to you about it? I just think the whole mission of the camp, um, just how they're allowing kids to be kids. I'm a special education teacher um, here in Chicago with Chicago Public Schools as my day job, um, my school year job, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I, you know, I just really love that in my daily work, I get to help kids flourish and thrive and figure out ways that they can experience life to the fullest that in ways that works for them. And camp is very similar, whereas... Um, you know, all of our campers have heart conditions and different things going on, and they may not be able to just be kids in regular settings, such as in PE class, you know, they're not able to participate necessarily or do so safely or attend another summer camp, but at O'Day and they truly can just be kids. And so that really connected with just what I'm passionate about in life and my career and got to bring this in as well. I love, I love all the stories because, so you have the doctor, uh, pediatric uh, cardiologist we've spoken to who, you know, they work directly with the patients. We've talked to campers who've been there themselves. We've heard from parents. You are none of the above and are as passionate. And I think that is such a, 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 like another great piece of the puzzle, which is Campo Dan. And I mean, and then I'll say that for Chris and I, we didn't know much about it until you're the one. Yeah, you're the the reason. You reached out to Big Karwowski and we're like, oh yeah, let's check this out. And we both have now been running around telling people, you've got to hear about this camp. Yeah. It's definitely one of those things that once you hear about it, you can't stop talking about it. And even today at school, when some of us were in the teacher's lounge making copies, I was like, so are you going to volunteer as a counselor this (laughs) summer? Or, you know, I know you're not doing anything because (laughs) we're teachers. We have the same schedule, so I'm aware of what you're up to. Oh my God, that's so fun. Have you been successful in dragging any, not dragging, sorry, that sounds, that's not what I mean, in recruiting. influencing, recruiting yeah, yeah, other CPS nice teachers? Do we have like a CPS <laughs> contingency? Um, none of my teacher friends, because they all have other jobs or yeah. families and things in the summer, but I do have other friends, um, cousins. My brother actually signed up to be a volunteer one summer. It was 2020, so then it didn't work out that oh, summer because of right. whatever. But mm. he'll be, I'll make sure he's back because he just got a new job. He's a firefighter, you know, whatever. Oh, but, yeah. So he'll be back eventually. But yeah, I've had multiple friends, multiple nurse friends, um, kind of from around this general area. And it's been really fun to, because then I get to hang out with my friends during the week, too. <laughs> so we talked to uh, Elena Westbrook, mm-hmm. a camper, yeah. and now uh, works at volunteers at yes. the camp, right? Yep. So she's gone kind of through the mm-hmm. camp and is now an adult and and, and, uh, and volunteers at the camp. Mm-hmm. And we asked her that first day at camp, what was your experience like? So from your perspective as a camp director, because I when someone says summer camp to me, I think of like heavyweights, the movie, or I think of like <laughs> Camp on Awana, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like television, Nickelodeon versions of what I think summer camp for kids is because I never went to sleepaway camp. I I got to go to like sports camp at the park district and right. I've been camping, but I've never combined them all. So from your perspective as camp director, what do you see in that first day when everybody's getting dropped off and everyone's looking around at what is camp going to be? Yeah. So it's kind of a mix. It's great because we have all of our returning campers and families and, you know, they're getting out of their cars running right away to hug their, you know, fellow campers that they maybe haven't seen since last summer. You know, parents are connecting, um, checking in because there's a lot of those relationships that are formed and kind of maintained over the years. And then we definitely have our crew of the new campers that have never been at camp before. There's a few tiers. Um, parents are really reluctant to let their kids go, because especially with all their complex medical needs, right? That's really 
really scary as a parent to, oh, I'm, I'm leaving my child here yeah. for this week. And so we make sure that the check-in process is really personal. They get FaceTime with myself and Carrie, my co-director, with Maura, our nursing director, you know, Dr. Melissa, Dr. Sarah, our other doctors are there too. So parents just feel really comfortable leaving their children with us for the yeah. week. And we always say, you know, they're safer here than they are at home because we literally have every piece of medical equipment short of having to do a surgery pretty much right at camp to right. make sure that everything's safe, you know, the medicines, whatever they might need. So it's a little, you know, some people are a little apprehensive, but then within, by the time we eat lunch, about an hour, two hours after drop-off, everybody's chatting, talking, you know, the tears are gone. We already we already made friendship bracelets and we're doing this. So it's Aww. just, it's that great, just that O'Day and family. We talk about that a lot and it truly is a family and even the newcomers who have never been there before, the parents, you know, then are exchanging phone numbers with other parents in the parking lot before they leave. And it truly just is a big family where everyone's welcome, accepted. And it, it feels like that even from the get go. So well, and that's what Alana, Alana said. Yeah. She's like, you know, you know, there are other kids like me out there, but I didn't know them. Right. You know, so right. now it's like everyone's together. And then when we talked to Dr. Melissa, now she was apprehensive and nervous, but she did zip line. Have you ziplined? Uh, yes. 100%. Have I have ziplined. I've kayaked. I've done all of it. Um, so you have to climb the rock wall to get up to the zip line. I had a little help climbing the rock wall <laughs> from the, the rope, belay, or whatever they're yep. called. But the zip line is phenomenal. So, And I also heard Dr. Melissa invited you all to come zip line. Wow, so, word travels I quick. I know, right? Man, you were invited. You talk. Yeah. I can't bodean. They know what's up. Invite more like challenge yeah. is really challenge, more the yeah. word. Challenge. Well, then my challenge to you is to come and do the water slide. What, what awesome. is that? Is that yeah. going to be like? There's It's, well, <laughs> it's a wooden boards with. Uh, plastic really over the top. I know I'm really selling it. It's really fun. But and then they pump water up from the lake to kind of shoot down and then you slide right into the lake. So it's super fun. Wow. So yeah, okay. that's that's yeah. my challenge. Come okay. zip line with Dr. Okay. Melissa and then we can do the water slide. All right. I'm game. <laughs> yeah, I'm game. All nope. Right. No pressure. No one can see <laughs> the terror in my face. Seriously. So we talked about the camp, but I'm trying to grasp how many campers do you have? Are there sessions? Does camp, uh, you know, can you come for certain sessions? Is it one week? Is it How does it work? Yeah, so um, our main thing that we do is our residential summer camps, which is the week-long summer camp where the campers come and stay overnight. Um, in Minnesota, where Camp O'Dayan started back in 2002, they now have three sessions, um, an elementary-age session, a middle school-age session, and a high school-age session. Um, then here in the Wisconsin, Chicago area, um, we started summer of 2017, I believe. Forgive me if I'm getting the dates wrong. Um, we have one session where it's all ages. Oh, wow. That come for okay. the week. So it's kind of a different experience at both, you know, you're yeah. with your same age peers or kind of with everyone. And we love it here in the Wisconsin, Chicago area because the campers really take care of each other too. For example, we always have a dance um, the last night of camp. Just kind of a fun party. We should Whatever. go DJ the dance. Ooh, right? That, <laughs> yeah. Look at you it. taking the, like, the, the easy road out. Yeah. You're like, so, no, so yeah, yeah, I'll hit buttons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Nikki's going to do the wooden yeah. water slide. And then I'm going to DJ the dance, you guys. Perfect. I brought my iPod. What's an iPod? Don't worry. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, and it's great because then like the oldest girl's cabin is – holding they call it well the cabin names are named after fish i'm getting ahead of myself here they host a salmon salon and so they have the younger cabins come and get their nails painted or their hair done or those kind of things so it's just those bonds that you see even between the littlest campers and the oldest campers that's amazing it's yeah it's a it's a different feel at both but the same 
O'Day and family. Um, then we also offer other programming throughout the year, like our family camp in the fall. There's one closer to the Twin Cities in Minnesota and then one closer down here where the whole family gets to come for the weekend. Um, and so it's the same kind of crazy camp activities and games and themes and songs and whatever else, but the whole family. So siblings, grandparents, aunts, uncles, kind of whatever you define as family get to come with you. Um, we've done, we're doing two mom's retreats. Oh my gosh. Uh, on oh, Dad's wow. Day. Yeah. So there's there's a winter camp. Um, we have postponed that for a few years just because of the COVID stuff, mm-hmm. but that'll be back in virtual camps now that that's now the new fangled thing yeah. that we've continued to do because a lot of campers have been able to connect that way that wouldn't traditionally be able to connect. And so we've kind of just got a lot of stuff. Um, well, it's a lot of kids who I would imagine spend a lot of their time thinking about, like you said, the things they can't do, mm-hmm. whether they're in school, whether they're watching stuff. And for this week, I, I, I want to go to this camp. It is literally yeah. everything yep. they yep. want to do. They are probably not thinking about this at all for the first time yep. in, in a very long time for so many of these kids and, and parents. I mean, it's really great. Definitely. And there are, you know, the campers, just like any children that are a little more apprehensive or anxious, but then they see their cardiologist there, you know, like Dr. Melissa, for example, doing the zip line with them, or they see Dr. Sarah swimming in the lake or on the boat with them. And so, or they see some of the nurses, you know, from their clinics that they've grown up with. And um, so it truly, I keep going back to this, it truly is that family um, where kids feel safe and are willing to take those risks that aren't risks. I don't mean that in the way of like, oh God. No, but you know, no, no, taking those risks that yeah. in, in their day-to-day life, they're not going to do because at camp, they know that the safety net is there. The people that love them and care about them are there. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think for anybody, there's a, there's like a, an emotional risk of like, I'm going to be nervous. I want to do this. There's putting yourself out there and being vulnerable and being like, Hey, I don't, I don't know you guys. How are you? There's a lot that it takes a lot of bravery to do that stuff. And it sounds like, you're all doing such a wonderful job of helping them along. If I wanted to get involved in the camp or I have a family I know or I am that family that wants to sign up and send my kids, where do I go to get more information? Yeah, you can definitely check out our website. It's campodayan.org. Or you can always email info at campodayan.org. That goes right to our um what is her new title? Office manager, whatever she is. Chris, mm-hmm. the wonderful Chris. Yeah, the wonderful Chris. Just call <laughs> Chris, her that. Yeah, the Master wonderful Chris. organizer. Yes. 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 <laughs> Director of operations. That's there what it is. is. Oh, that's, that's a bigger title. fancy. <laughs> yeah, we just yeah, got promoted, Chris. Uh, she that's answers up. emails. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Info at campodan.org will get you to Chris, and then she can direct any sort of inquiries about volunteering, getting a family connected with camp, um, donating, any of our events coming up, all of those things. Amazing. That, that was my next question. I was just going to ask if you not only, you know, if you wanted to volunteer like you did, that's the same place. Yep, so. yep. Campodan.org. There's all the tabs. There's a ways to get involved tabbed right right on the website, and it'll bring up all the information. So where is our region's camp, the, the Wisconsin-Illinois camp? It is in Elkhorn, Wisconsin, which is oh. just outside of Lake Geneva. So yeah. we use oh. um, Lutherdale Bible Camp, if you're familiar with Nikki that. Nikki can we, totally make it there. I don't the... know. And my favorite thing about <laughs> one of my favorite things about doing the event with you guys was that I kept hearing the Tri-City. And they're like, what? And I'm like, you were calling it Madison, Milwaukee, Chicago. And Chicago, yeah. 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 I'm the like, Tri-Cities. no one has ever called it no, that. But no, I we're going to make lo- it, though. But yeah. I kind of yeah. love it. I kind of love the Tri-City <laughs> effect there. Yeah. You should call it the Cheese Cities. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll put cheese on everything. But it is. It's great. You know, it's not that far at all. No, not at and all. And people are driving to Wisconsin. I mean, that is, come on, that's where you go in the summer yes. for camp. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Well, thank you so much, Kelsey, for joining us. We really appreciate it. Of course. For more information, you email. Once again, it's info. Yep. Info at campodayan.org. And wonderful Sarah 
or Chris, wonderful Chris. <laughs> Director of Operations, Chris. There Boom. we go. Wonderful Chris, Chris the Wonderful will respond to that. Not me, Chris, <laughs> no. different Chris. Yeah. Thank you so much. And head there to Thank get all you. that information. What's the Camp O'Dayan website officially? CampO'Dayan.org. Boom. Pretty straightforward. Yeah. Thank you so much for your day job and your summer yeah, job. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for kids. having me. Yeah, we're yeah. CPS families. So, Ooh, CPS. yeah, I need some help with this lottery thing. I'll check it out. <laughs> we'll talk off air. We'll talk ah. off air. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you so much to Kelsey Sir Whitey, Dr. Melissa Nader, and to Elena Westbrook for joining us as we learned a lot more about Campo Dayan. Campo Dayan, you've never heard of it? Neither did we. Yeah, but right. We found out about it. We met everybody. We absolutely love it. And if you want to volunteer, do something good. Or if you have a child who has a heart condition or you know someone who does and just wants to experience the summer of their life, this is where you can go. That's right. So head to campodayan.org to get all of the information. That's C-A-M-P-O-D-A-Y-I-N.org for more information on Camp Odayan.